Hi, everybody. This is R.C. Woods with Smoking Guns Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. We're here with a special guest. Her name is Jody Castronova. She is the mom of our quarterback, Sam. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I know a lot of you can't see her, but at first I thought it was Sam's sister. You look so young and gorgeous. You're like a model. That's very kind of you. I'm telling you. Um, so we're here. We're just trying to tell the fans a little bit about Sam so they can get to know him and love him just the way you do. So, but first, tell us a little bit about yourself, Ms. Jody. What do you do? Sure. Um, so Sam is our oldest son. We, uh, my husband and I, uh, my husband's a pastor and we, we kind of lived all over. So Sam kind of lived all over for a little while. Uh, and we moved back home to Buffalo, New York. Uh, we were in Florida. We were on the East coast, the West coast. We were in, uh, Cincinnati. We were in Tennessee and we are now back home and we've been back home to Buffalo about 12 or 13 years. And, uh, we have five children that are living. We, we have one child in heaven, but we have five children that are with us on this earth. And, uh, he is our oldest at 26 years old. And we thought we would just be, uh, blessed with a boy and a girl. And we were thrilled. And, uh, then we felt God leading us to adopt. So we have adopted, uh, a boy from Haiti and he is, he was two and now he's 18. And we, when we moved to Buffalo and we started a church here, we thought, okay, what do we want to do? How are we going to serve the community? Because we wanted to be as much like the New Testament church as uh, we understood it to be. And that was to love people well. And how do you love people? You serve people. So how do you serve the community? And one of the first things that came up when we started to research was foster care. So we decided to lead our church by doing foster care. That's kind of funny because Sam was about a junior in high school. And I did not think he was going to be looking forward to losing some of his attention Mm -hmm. uh, as uh, he got quite a bit of it in sports and all that. And now here we are going to be taking on a a baby. Mm -hmm. And so that was an interesting time. And uh, we now end up uh, with two more children that we adopted through foster care. And it's pretty cool because as hesitant as he was as a junior in high school for us to take on another child, which ended up being two, uh, brother and sister, uh, he ended up having such an incredible bond with our little girl, Shari, um, that we adopted when, well, we were in process of adopting, um, but took her in, in, in foster care when he was a junior in high school. So my plate is pretty full from 26 down to seven years mm-hmm. old with five children and, uh, and with a church and, and doing women's ministry and different things like that. So that's, well, that's my life in, in a nutshell. And you took time to spend it with us. Oh my gosh, I feel so honored and so blessed. Well, I didn't well, realize I'm, you were so busy. Yes, well, I'm thrilled with this opportunity. Love to uh, to share about my son, whom of course I love deeply, and uh, and give God the glory for all that He has done in and through him so far. Thank so, you, Jesus. Yeah, and, and I wanted to say I am sorry to hear about the loss of your child. Thank you. Um, but continuing on. So when, when did you realize that Sam actually was good in sports? So how did that start? Oh, well, I really believe he had 
two first words and that was ball and Jesus. Oh, nice. I'll take those. <laughs> so, so uh, right from the beginning, he loved it and loved all anything with a ball. Every, we, I literally have pictures of my house. Every single room had a ball in it pretty much my entire uh, motherhood. And so when he was probably about three or four, I might be remembering it incorrectly, but he could he could shoot a three-pointer at a very young age. At a very oh my young, gosh. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that young. They'd probably say it wasn't that we'll young. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I honestly thought he was going to be a basketball star. He okay. was really good at basketball all the way up, and his father had played uh, college basketball. So that was kind of our number one thing. My husband and I ended up in a Christian school in a high school, and therefore there was no football. So mm. we didn't grow up with going to Friday night football games and all of that. And so it took us on a whole new uh, world when he ended up getting into football. And I would say football, it was about, he didn't play little, you know, peewee leagues or anything like that. He started in about sixth grade in middle school when we were in Cincinnati and uh, he started to, to love it. And then when we moved here is when he really picked it back up in seventh grade. And honestly, he was a, they had him as slotted as a receiver mm -hmm. for a couple of years. And we knew that he should be the quarterback, Okay, <laughs> but, but his coaches didn't see that yet. And so they had already had had kind of groomed a guy who was, you know, going up in the system and we weren't from here at that time. Mm -hmm. And so they had a guy that was their quarterback. And I want to say, I'm bad with remembering all the dates, but I want to say it was ninth grade that finally, I think, I mean, I hate to say it, but the quarterback got hurt. So they finally oh. gave Sam the chance at quarterback and mm -hmm. found out he was the quarterback they needed to go with. And then the quarterback that got hurt became one of the star receivers. So oh, wow. <laughs> it worked out nicely and they finally figured out he was, he was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, I don't have any sons. I have two daughters, but being in the football world, especially in high school, I do see that a lot where um, if the players play club, that's what they call it here yes. in Texas, yes. where you play outside of the high yes. school, they yes. kind of get like those key positions. And even though there might be another student who could be good or just as good or even better, they really don't put them in. And it's hard because I've had a lot of parents come to me and say, RC, can you help, you know, help me with getting some film? And it's not up to me, unfortunately. Right. You know what I mean? It's really yeah. the coach. And yeah. so I see that happen. It's not like it's just happened to your son. I see right. it all over. Right. Absolutely. For sure. And so, and so he was the quarterback. And so did they win any championships or how did, how was his record there? So he, it was 10th grade, I believe that he was playing JV and the varsity quarterback got hurt. So mm. they brought him up and, uh, he's, he, he, he did great. There were, he had a few tough games going from JV to varsity, a uh, sure. couple, couple situations that were kind of heartbreaking. It was so hard for me as a mother, because I'm sitting in the stands and some of these parents were really nasty <laughs> Yes, saying negative things. I'm like, he's in 10th grade and he just got put in and, you know, right. trying to defend my son uh, because he made a couple bad passes or whatever. But uh, it, it really, you know, 
I, I've seen through the years, it's all kind of developed who he has become. You know, mm-hmm. at, the, at the time, sometimes you can get defensive and you can get frustrated uh, with either a coach not seeing his abilities or, uh, you know, fans or parents not seeing, you know, what he's working with. Uh, he didn't he didn't have a super strong O-line in mm-hmm. high school. Um, and, and he did end up starting varsity then from that point on. Uh, he didn't win any... I hope I'm saying this right. I don't believe he won any championships in high school. We um, we were in the playoffs, and I think um, ugh, I'm I'm bad at remembering all those details. But that's okay. Uh, he he uh, he did good. He did real well. In fact, his coach, you know, sat in our living room and said, "Hey, you know, no problem. He's gonna get looks." But we're in Buffalo, New York, and unfortunately, nobody's really looking here. Really? So, okay. Yeah. It, it's not a division that they're really um, scouting. And so he didn't end up getting many offers. So he played in the uh, well, ECC, which is the uh, junior college kind of um, blanking on the name of League? it. But yeah. Um, like a community college. So, okay. so he just played here. He ended up breaking a bunch of records. And then uh, for the first two years, and then he started to get some looks. And so that's when he went to Bethel College um, or Bethel University in uh, in Bethel, Tennessee. So oh, okay. it's in, be- in between uh, Memphis and uh, Nashville okay. in the middle of nowhere. But uh, it was a great school and wasn't an incredible program the first year he was there, which was his junior year. Mm-hmm. But senior year, he got a new coach, and he was a coach that had played for them. And it ended up being a, a really good situation, and they went um, undefeated uh, to the playoffs oh. there. So that's when he started to to really kind of come into his own. And what did he study when he was there? What was uh, his degree I think it was business. It's basically like, hey, what can I study? Because I really want to play football for the yeah. rest of my life. <laughs> but, uh, uh-huh. biz, you know, getting a business degree, that's a pretty good good options out there. Yes, if it I is. Can get a business degree. So I think that's pr- pretty much what he did. But, yeah, his passion is football, for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> and so then um, after he graduated, what, what, was, what course did he take? I mean, like, what path did he take? So... He, he came home and we, I mean, that was, he was basically told, you know, he, he got an agent and they were trying to get him into some different leagues. Uh, Arena finally came around and then because of COVID, he was, uh, Carolina was looking at him and, and planning on signing him. And then because of COVID, everything got shut down that year mm. and so that was a crazy year let me tell yes, you yes yes so I don't remember which year it finally came to be but then Carolina picked him up in in arena Carolina Cobras and mm-hmm. he was there for almost a year he didn't finish out that was that was a situation where it's very hard because in this uh, field and in my understanding even with the with the college um coaches that came to kind of look at him, you know, you realize as a mother very quickly, like I could be like, oh, he seems so nice. He's great. Why don't we go with him? I think he really cares about you, you know, uh-huh. and you realize pretty quickly, there's not a whole lot of loyalty in yes. this 
in this uh, arena. Um, coaches, teams, I mean, they've got a job to do and you think that they love your son and they're going to be loyal to their, your son because they kind of talk him up. And then all of a sudden you're like, hmm. Maybe that, maybe that wasn't quite accurate, all that they told us or all that they mm -hmm. promised. So as a mother, that's tough uh, it to is. watch your kid uh, kind of being jerked around here and there. And so Carolina was a little rough. Uh, I think even now the coach would, would say he made a mistake by letting him go. Mm -hmm. um, he didn't say it was Sam that left, uh, but he left on good terms. But he was home. He was, I mean, he wanted to come home. He was married and uh, was apart from his wife. And and they they decided to bench him towards the end. And, you know, in my opinion, it was a bad decision. But uh, it didn't make sense for him to stay there uh, while he was married and, and not play. So so he left there. And uh, but like I said, on good terms, he's still got a good relationship with the with the coach. He was no longer the head coach there anymore. But mm. um you know, and he's been pretty encouraging and supportive of him since since he's left with his career as it's continued. So um, then he went from Carolina and uh, I don't know, for, for people who follow Arena, they know uh, then he went on to Albany mm -hmm. and uh, the first year, you know, won a championship uh, with the team and you know, got MVP of the game. And, you know, you think you can't go any better than that. So we're thinking he's going to get some looks at other leagues. And uh, in the end, uh, nothing panned out. So uh, he goes back to Albany. And then we know kind of most people know what happened there. That was a mess uh, right? with Antonio Brown taking it over. And uh, you know, my husband was all excited, like, oh, Antonio Brown, you know, this could be great. You're going to get some looks. And my, yeah. my my son, Samuel, right away was like, mm, this is not going to be a good scenario. I is not. And it wasn't. And so uh, after that kind of blew up, he was like, you know what? He got some offers, but said, you know, I'm just going to go home and spend a week with my wife and pray about it and different things. And so Jacksonville ended up um, contacting him. And at first he wasn't thinking, you know, that was going to be a good scenario, but he really loved the coach there, thought he was one of the best in the league. And, and then, so they decided to accept the position at Jacksonville. It ended up working out kind of timing wise because they had mm -hmm. lost their quarterback due to injury right. right at the same week. And so uh, it ended up being a really good scenario and, and Sam and, uh, the coach, you know, gelled really well and again, brought another championship. I, I think from my understanding, at least the first championship that that mm -hmm. coach was able to win in Jacksonville. So, uh, you know, here we look at it as, you know, our son, okay, now he's MVP of the league. He's MVP of the game. He's won two championships on two different teams. Certainly somebody's going to start looking at him. Right. And um, and his agent, you know, had a USFL team, a Canadian team, and uh, but nothing ended up panning out. So that's what what leads us here to San Antonio, uh, because uh, Manas, Coach Manas, which was the Albany coach with him the first year, um, offered him a, a great uh, position. And so he took it. <laughs> that's great. You know, I know um, starting, you know, with football five years ago, I didn't realize how much of a business it yes. is, yes. you know, and as a mom, you know, even though I don't have a football player playing, 
I get very attached to the players. Yes. Right? A lot of them call me Mama RC. That's how attached yeah. are, you know. Yeah. I'm like the team's mom, you know. I love it. And because I do talk to the moms, um, you know, if they get sick, I'm like, I'm making chicken soup or, you know, I'm make sure you eat, you know, I, I really take on that role. That's so true. it is, is hurtful, you know, when you're like, oh, I really like him. I and know. then, you know, people are like, well, it's, it's a business. It's a business. I know. Like, well, it I should know. be, you know, and especially you. Because you're a mom, I can definitely feel your pain yes. as much as, you know, I don't have a son on the team, but I can feel your pain. Yes, yes. You get, you get, you get kind of, you know, a little bit frustrated with the whole concept because, you know, you think, you know, they do build a little bit of a family scenario with yeah. the teams and the coaches and different things. And so when all of a sudden they're like, you know, they don't, you know, your son isn't performing the way they want them to in, in one game or something like that. All of right. a sudden it's like, and you're like, wait a second here. He's just done so much, you know? So yes, as a mother, it's very difficult. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. So going back to his childhood, yes. um, if, if he was having a bad day, what would be like a comfort food that you would make for him? Okay. So I will tell you that the comfort food will is, is also the celebration food. It's the same. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All so, right. So whether he's he was a child or whether um, he's an adult now, it's the same thing. It's been the same, and that is warm cookies out of the oven and an ice cold glass of milk. Oh my! Okay, <laughs> he's still that way. So and and you know what was amazing? We've watched with and he does love to eat. I will tell okay. you that he loves to eat. So and and another thing is uh, Buffalo has really good obviously we're known for our buffalo wings that's where mm -hmm. they originated so wings okay. and pizza are very good in buffalo and so well, well back after up there when you say pizza i'm from chicago so i'm going to take i'm going to take that back okay. you know i think chicago will take the pizza you can keep the buffalo uh, wings but we'll, i'm going to okay, keep the, uh, well, the pizza okay, in so chicago well, how i would describe buffalo pizza is okay. you've got chicago pizza which is deep dish nice yes. and doughy it's great right i do mm -hmm. like chicago pizza then you got new york style pizza, which is New York City, which is about six and a half hours from here. So it is not the same as Buffalo. Okay. So they've got the really thin, you fold yes. it up, right? right? Yeah. We are kind of right in the middle. Oh, okay. And what I've been told is because we live about 20, 30 minutes from Niagara Falls, Ooh. the reason our pizza is so good is because is the water, the water <laughs> it is constantly wow. flowing. Okay. And so because it's constantly flowing, water is one of the main ingredients of the dough. Correct. And so we get a really good dough on our pizza. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll give that to you. I'll, you know what? This is, I'm learning so much today. <laughs> so much. But um, no, what was great about Sam is in high school, college, even arena, whether he won or lost, he always wanted to connect after the game. I mean, we would sometimes travel to these games uh, when we were in Tennessee. And my husband's, like I said, as a pastor, we'd have to be back. These games were on a Saturday, and we had to be back by Sunday morning. And we mm -hmm. were driving all the way to oh, Tennessee. My. So you're talking about a 12 to 14-hour drive. Wow. So, And we would always stay afterwards and eat with him. He always wanted to eat after the game, whether he won or lost. He didn't just go into a pouting or anything like that. He uh, always wanted to fellowship and connect after the game, which was one thing I, I fully enjoy and, and I'm thrilled about in regards yeah. to how he handles wins, win, victories it, and losses. Yeah. That's good. He's always staying positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you have like a funny story about him growing up? I know. I'm trying to think. Um, 
I mean, the only thing that's coming to my mind, I'm sure if I, if I processed it a little bit, I would think of something more. Oh, okay. I got one. Okay. So when we lived in Cincinnati, he had a friend neighbor that lived across the street. He was a little bit, uh, a little bit rougher, let's say around the edges than Samuel, but he, they were in our basement. We unbeknownst to us and we had, you know, a big screen TV down there. Mm-hmm. And I guess they decided to play baseball or something in the basement. Okay. I'm not really sure what they were thinking, uh, but you know it was probably wiffle ball. And they took the wiffle ball bat and and supposedly it was the friend, but totally smashed the TV. <gasps> oh my! And he didn't tell us. Oh no! No. So you know I don't know if it was days later or whatever. We went downstairs and we turned the TV on and saw it completely smashed, ruined. And we're like, okay, this is interesting. So we were trying to figure out, like, what's the best way to get him to tell us the truth on this? Right. (laughs) So we kind of uh, just said, does anybody have anything to tell us about the TV or anything? And I'm pretty sure he didn't say anything at first. And... So we kind of, we knew it was him. We, we knew it was him. And so we just stayed silent about it and, you know, didn't, didn't do anything. And then finally, I want to say a day or two later, he comes down and he's super remorseful. And, you know, he said, I was, I'm re- I was reading my Bible and it was actually talking about a deer being caught. <laughs> and he said, uh, I got to tell you. I, I'm the one, you know, me and me and my friend broke the TV and I was like, what? So, uh, I guess it's not really a funny story other than it was a really interesting story of how mm-hmm. he eventually got around to the fact that honesty was important and all of that. A funny story, I guess would say, uh, the thing I can think of right now is I think till he was in middle school, he said bathing suit for the word bathing suit. Okay. And I never did. I never did correct him because it was so cute from the oh. time he was little. <laughs> it was a bathing suit. And so I think eventually by the time he got to middle school, we're like, we better tell him what the We better real. tell him the truth. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, and so when you when he eats these cookies, did he did you tell me if it was chocolate chip or what's his favorite? Oh, type yeah, of cookie? straight chocolate chip. Yep, warm chocolate chip cookies right out of the oven. That's his okay. favorite. <laughs> so Going back to San Antonio, so how did he get the call or how did uh, Coach Manas let him know that that he wanted him for the um, quarterback position here? So I don't know all the details because obviously, you know, he's 26 and married and I don't I don't live in the same household. But we from my understanding, uh, you know, we we had a relationship with Coach Manas because because we had a relationship with him in Albany. And so Mm -hmm. I think he had talked to my husband as well. Um, But, you know, he. Basically, when he was, I think, allowed to call Sam, uh, mm-hmm. I think there's some sort of um, dates and different. Uh, oh, you know, yes, yes, yes. Once he was finished in Jacksonville or however the that contract, worked. all the contracts. Yes, yes. Kind of so yeah. uh, he contacted Sam immediately and was like, listen, I'm going to be heading up this team and I, I want you, you know, what what can I do to get you, basically? So um, that's kind of how the ball got rolling. And like I said, I think uh, he he gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. So that's so awesome. He he. I mean, he talked to, obviously with his wife and different things about it, but felt like it was a good opportunity to help out his family mm-hmm. and support his family. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you if you don't know, he has 
uh, one son and another son on the way. So, well, I will I will say I did talk to him and I heard a baby crying in the background. Yes. So I assumed it was his. I didn't know about the new one on the way, but I did hear one um, in the background. So yes, how I old is two, you? So you, two, so you have two, a grandson. Two grandsons. Yes. So, okay. um, so Tatum is uh, 18 months. Sorry. No, no. He's, no, no. Uh, he's uh, 13 months. He will be 18 months when his brother is born. Okay. So we don't know his brother's name yet, but his brother is on his way in February. Okay. All right. Do you have any names that you kind of have in the background that you're thinking about? Well, I have some ideas, but I don't know if they're going to go with mine. I just thought because they're going to be so close in age and they're boys, it would be really cute to have another T. Oh, yeah, Tatum, for sure. Like Tatum and Tucker, or Tatum and Titus, or Tatum and Tobias. I don't know. Oh, nice but name. They, that doesn't mean they're going to go with anything. I <laughs> I know. I know. I know my uh, my older daughter, uh, well, my grandbaby is about uh, nine months old now. Um, and my daughter and her husband are in the Air Force. So okay. they're stationed in Arizona. So we don't get to see them as often as mm. we'd want to. Um, but her name is Naya. And okay. so I was like, Naya, okay, I, I like that. I like that. So, but of course, any of my suggestions just went in one <laughs> ear and out the other, right? I was right, like, what? Right. You know? But I know I do like when, um, especially with boys, when they have like the same initials. Yeah. I think I like that. I don't know. Why. Yeah. Because we I, have to believe, we have to believe they're going to be in sports. So of it's course, just going to be really right. cute. <laughs> right. You know, I know you were telling the story about um, when Sam and the TV, it's funny because my younger daughter had an imaginary friend and um, her friend's name was Hershey. So mm. if it, if that would have been th this situation, she would have blamed Hershey. So it would have been <laughs> my, it was Hershey. It was right. not me. It was Hershey. Right. I was like, well, Hershey needs to go back home because she's starting to <laughs> lots of trouble here. You know, <laughs> For sure. So have you been to San Antonio? I know you named like Ohio and Tennessee yeah. and different places, but have you been to San Antonio? Or we Texas? have never, we have never been to San Antonio. We look forward oh to coming. Okay. We will, we will, de we definitely try to, I mean, when we, when he played his senior year in Tennessee, we went to every game. My oh, wow. husband and I made sure one of us was at every game. Uh, but as far as uh, San Antonio, obviously we won't be able to do that, but we will definitely try to get to, if, if there's two back-to-back -back home games, that's mm -hmm. what we try to do is try and schedule a trip so that we can hit both. Um, okay. Yeah, so we can we can be there for at least two home games. That's our that's our hope. Okay. Well, yeah. like I said, I I cover a lot of the the um the tailgating. Is there like a particular drink or something that you like to sport when you're at the tailgates? So honestly, for the most part, I get super nervous before the games. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, in the past, I I can maybe eat lunch, breakfast, and, and an early lunch that day of the game. Mm -hmm. But I usually can't eat or anything um, before the game. I always tell Samuel, I'm so connected to you that I take your nerves on. Okay. And, and you should be super thankful because he doesn't have them. I oh, have wow. Them. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel he, that. Yes. Yeah, so he's. Uh, he's got nerves of steel when it comes to that position, which, it, which is totally my husband. It's not me because mm -hmm. I, I would be a nervous wreck, but he, it's amazing for me to watch when he gets in scenarios, especially when, you know, he has to come out of pocket and, and he's got people chasing him down and he still is able to make a play. He's got a real presence of mind. And so I always say it's because of me, because I'm carrying your nerves. So I believe you know. it. I believe it. I'll give you that credit. Uh, 
So, but I would say if there's anything, this sounds hysterical, but my favorite thing is a nice cold can of Dr. Pepper. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think I, Dr. Pepper, yes, I, I agree with you that. Now I'm more of a, a margarita, frozen okay. margaritas. We have yep. a lot of frozen margaritas. Um, and I was telling the coach's wife that I like, the swirl. I don't know how familiar. Maybe I know way too much information about frozen margaritas. <laughs> but there's a swirl where you can combine like strawberry and mango. Oh. And then normally it's lime. I don't really prefer the lime. Right. And then with the lime, they put the salt on the rim. I prefer sugar. Yeah. So I have sugar on the rim, definitely a strawberry. And then it's a strawberry and mango swirl. Nice. So if you ever do come to San Antonio, <laughs> you're always welcome to come join me for a frozen margarita. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> Now, do you have a nickname for him? I know I've heard you call him Samuel. I just kind of heard him as Sam. But yes. does the family have a nickname for him? Um, I think my dad, uh, which he, he he calls Poppy. My dad calls him Sammy Boy, I think. Oh, okay. That's um, cute. But I still call him by his full name, Samuel. Um, you know, most people don't. He's in high school. He got the nickname Castro for our last Castro. Nickname. Okay, yeah. 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 So he's been Castro and and mostly Sam through his arena league. It's been Sam. Uh, I know some of the guys on some of the podcasts have have nicknamed him some different things, but uh, I don't know if anything's stuck yet. I, you know, my favorite thing to call him is Samuel. <laughs> okay. Well, I've been asking you lots of questions. I was wondering if maybe you had a question or two for me. So how long have you been in San Antonio? Uh, it's kind of a tricky question because I grew up, I was actually born in Mexico. Okay. Um, I grew up in Chicago um, and around uh, right before high school, we moved to Texas. Um, and I lived here like high school, starting college. Then my parents moved back to Chicago. So I kind of was in transition back and forth. But my daughter was born here 25 years ago and I've been here like almost ever since. Okay. And how long but, have you been with the team? Uh, three years. That's so true. I started when they were the first league and then the second league was the NAL. So now this is the third year with the um, IFL. So okay. I'm excited because I know there's different changes. Yes. Um, and when the podcast found out that uh, Sam was going to be our quarterback, I mean, we were like, yeah, we were so excited, <laughs> you know. So there's a lot of changes coming along, but we're, we're excited about them and definitely excited about Sam being our quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you know, I am his mom, but mm -hmm. bottom line is he's won two champions, two championships with two different teams. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he's kind of made it clear he is the best quarterback in arena football right now. Mm -hmm. And and I know Coach Manos feels the same way, and that's why he was going to do whatever it could to get him. <laughs> yeah, we're super excited about Coach and, and the quarterback, and we're still, I guess they're still, like, talking about players. Um, and I know that they're having a combine soon and I think we're invited to that. So okay. we're going to get some firsthand information or at least to see some of the players. Yeah. And that's really where, um, I see the passion and I, and I think that gets lost on game day because I, I've gone to the practices. I've gone to the combines where you see, I used to say boys, but they're grown men, but to I me, know. I see them as boys. I right? do too. I, do I yeah, too. they're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> You see their passion and they're giving it like 110%. And I've talked to the moms and like you, since they were little, they had this passion, you know, and right. they had this drive. And to know that I could be part of that by helping promote them and um, put them in a positive light, 
that's what I feel like my job is on the podcast, you know, oh, to be great. their mom, to kind of be like that. You're doing great. You know, cause right. I know some people are like, okay, you know, if they're playing bad, I'm going to say I'm, they're playing bad. Right. Right. But I'm going to say it like a mom, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, you, you know, you can see the reality of it, but you also know they're not doing it because they want to, they're doing the best that they can, or, you know, maybe they've had a bad day or different things like that. And th and that's what I will say too. Like I, I have learned to really love the offensive line. Mm -hmm. I have learned how important they are to my son's success, you know, as well as the receivers and in right. the defense and all that. But I mean, I, I, what I used to do at least when we, when he played for Albany, because you know, we're about four hour drive from there. So we would mm -hmm. go to every home game yeah. and I would take my homemade popcorn and make bags of them for all the O-line to give to them after the game because- What a mom, what a mom. <laughs> hey, I wanted to let them know how much I appreciated them protecting mm -hmm. my son, you know, and, and giving him an opportunity to show what he can do, you know, because if he doesn't, I, I mean, I watched it, you know, in the younger years and in, in um, the community school and in high school where he didn't have a very strong offensive line. Now, again, I can see back that that was preparing him to be able to get the ball off fast and all mm -hmm. that. I just looked at it as annoying. He didn't have any protection. He didn't have any time. But now, like, it's kind of made him the quarterback that he is today, that he can get the ball off fast. He can make quick decisions. And I think, you know, I look at it as God works all things, you know, for That's our good. True. So even, even those difficult years uh, ha has made him who he is today. So, oh, okay, so what's the best food in San Antonio? Well, I'm going to say breakfast tacos. I know most people think of tacos sort of like in the evening or for dinner. Yeah. Well, we have breakfast tacos. Yeah. And so the difference is they're made with cor with flour tortillas yeah. other than corn tortillas. The okay. corn tortillas are the more traditional tacos that you might see with the ground beef. Sure. So we have bean and cheese breakfast tacos, potato and egg um, breakfast tacos, sausage and egg, chorizo, which is like a sausage mm -hmm. um, with egg. So we have huge discussions who has the best um Tacos. They try to say Austin does, but I think we have it okay. in the bag. So breakfast okay. tacos. So, you know, on okay. our next interview, I'm going to ask you, have you tried a breakfast taco yet? <laughs> yes. Well, and my husband's favorite food is Mexican. So we'll oh, be, okay. we'll be hitting better. that up when we get there. <laughs> okay, good. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I want to say we're wrapping it up. And so I want to give you a chance to tell this, the fans of San Antonio Something about your son, uh, why they should come to the games, why you're so excited about being part of the Gunslinger. Well, I will just say that when you get Samuel as your quarterback, you're going to get somebody who is going to give more than 100%. He's going to lay it all out on the field. There is no one that wants to win more than he does. He's a competitor at heart, and he will do everything he can to win. You you'll see if you look at past film or anything, you will see that when the game is on the line, you want the ball in his hands. He's going to do whatever he can. And uh, he makes the game even for, we have found people who are not football fans, but are fans of our family. And so they'll mm -hmm. support him and watch him. And they're like, he makes the game interesting. He is not a boring quarterback. He finds a way 
and uh, to get the ball in the receiver's hands. And he's super exciting to watch. So I really encourage everybody to come out and watch if you haven't in the past. But if you have, be excited that he is your quarterback because he is going to bring it to a whole nother level. I can promise you that. And um, and we're we are excited. We're excited because, well, my husband was just excited because he loves your logo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited to get some uh, get some gear and uh, support. Uh, the team in every way we can uh, from a distance. And then while we're there, like I said, hoping to get at least to, to two home games and then maybe to a few away games. So uh, come out and, and watch arena football is super exciting. And, uh, and Sam will only bring another level of excitement. I can promise you. Spoken like a true mom. <laughs> so, so before we leave, I'm going to ask what's the best part of being Samuel's mom. Mm. You're going to make me cry. Uh, he has a really beautiful, tender heart. And you will see that as soon as those games end and the way he is with those kids that are coming up. And uh, anyone, uh, doesn't matter, young, old, uh, if they have clout or no clout, you know, he sees, he sees those um, that are vulnerable and he loves them well. And and you will see that he he's super tender. He's got a really beautiful, tender heart. And uh, I'm super grateful and proud to be his mama. Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, Miss Jody, thank you for sharing all of your thoughts and your memories and sharing your son with us. And we'll do our best to take care of him and cheer him on. I really appreciate it very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, ma'am.